0: All right, welcome to the EH Leader Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to connect, encourage, and equip strong leaders to make an impact in the homes around them. Today's episode is a 10-minute conversation, and I've got an incredible ministry leader with us. I'll introduce him here in a second, but what we're going to do is we got 10 minutes on the clock. I'm going to start a timer, and I've got some questions I'm going to ask Grady Watson is with us. Hi, Grady. Hey, how are you guys? You ready to get started?
1: Ten minutes. Let's go.
0: Ten minutes on the clock. Ready? Go. We're starting. First question. Where are you serving and what do you do?
1: man, I'm uh, the missions pastor at First Baptist Grapevine in the heart of uh, DFW area. First Baptist
0: Grapevine, Dallas-Fort Worth. Okay. Um, So serving in a bigger city kind of or more rural, like tell us about the demographics of where you're serving.
1: We're literally right in the middle of about 6.5 million people and a pretty affluent area just north of a huge international airport, very significant, uh, kind of strategic city in the US, I'd say. And so, yeah, our church is filled with a lot of uh, business leaders, high capacity, that high capacity type people, that kind of thing. So,
0: okay. So, tell me about your family. Tell me.
1: Yeah, so I'm married to Christy. Uh, We've been married for over 27 years. And we have a son, Reed, who's married to Mallory. And they just had our first little grandbaby. That's Molly May right there. And then we have a daughter, they live in Oklahoma City. And we have a daughter that lives in Austin. I don't know why they couldn't, you know, live at least in the same direction, two different cities in the same direction. But they kind of shows you brother sister relationship, I guess. So
0: that's awesome. So how long you been doing ministry?
1: Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, I, uh, about 17 or 18 years, I guess, uh, and in, in kind of in a full-time capacity. So, yeah. Awesome.
0: All right. So we are at about eight and a half minutes. Tell me as mission pastor at a very vital, uh, church in the DFW area as mission pastor, like what's your favorite part of your role at church?
1: Uh, my, I guess my heart really is to, uh, to help people understand their, their missional identity. Uh, I think a lot of times um, we think that that's something that comes along later in somebody's development or, or discipleship journey and their sanctification process where they uh, realize that they're, uh, that they're called to, uh, to be a missionary. But I think that uh, most people, when they first come to know Jesus, their very first instinct is to go tell somebody, right? And so whether you're a kid or an adult, you want to tell somebody about this amazing thing that just happened in your life that changed everything. And I think that that's uh, that that kind of speaks to that. That's their their missionary identity is there from the very beginning. And so really, in a way, it's kind of discipleship. Uh, And so that's that's my heart. That's the favorite my favorite thing that I get to do to kind of see people really come alive when they understand that.
0: Yeah, I've, I've actually I mean, I've heard you say this, that you can't separate, you know, missions and discipleship. You can't can't take the two away. Uh, tell me what that means.
1: Well, you look at the story of Jonah. Uh, you know, Jonah uh, was called by God to go to the Ninevites. And of course, we know his his uh, kind of rebellion in that and resistance to that. Uh, but somewhere in the story it becomes obvious that, yes, God has a heart for the Ninevites and he wants them to repent and believe in the kingdom of God. Uh, but we really kind of realized that the story of Jonah is about God's pursuit of Jonah and he's after uh, Jonah's heart. And that, you know, God's, yeah, God's mission was to the Ninevites, but really we find out that we're God's mission, that you and I are God's mission. And so he wants to to, to connect with our hearts and change our hearts and transform our hearts while he sends us on his mission to other people.
0: Yeah, that's powerful. And I love that. I love that. That's that's your heart. Um, and I love that that's your favorite thing because that's, um, you know, a lot of people in, in ministry may talk about programs, you know, my favorite thing is summer camp or, or whatever. And I love that yours is, is really at the heart of who we're called to be. And that's disciples who make disciples and It's powerful, man. So as your favorite thing, let's talk about the flip side. This is a safe place. Uh, Leaders that are listening to this can resonate. Uh, we're, we're not alone in this. What is what is something that you do that maybe is not your most favorite thing to do, but you do it to the best of your ability, maybe a struggle or weakness that you might have.
1: Um, gosh, I'd say, I'd say, uh, I think I really struggle with some of the big events, uh, you know, that, that we do, uh, again like you're saying there's I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it it's just not my heart uh and I I enjoy I enjoy it but I just really kind of um yeah it's the yeah it's just the big the big kind of uh I'll call everybody come and see kind of type things that that uh that we do yeah uh, so yeah that's that's just that's just it well I mean
0: the, the 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 reason why is is in the your first question of of your favorite thing, I, I get that. I can see that. So uh, that's awesome. We are just at about five minutes, halfway there. Uh, one of the reasons that I wanted to get with you is, you know, we have a purpose of connecting church and home. Uh, so, what are some things that? you are doing actively to connect church and home and, and equip parents, equip families so that, you know, the gospel does transform the home life, but not just inside, but it's it's being seen and felt by the neighbors next door. So how are you intentionally connecting church and home?
1: Yeah, so that's, that's such a great question. And I think that in our Western mindset, uh, you know, America, we really have to have uh, kind of a program, a list of things to do uh, of how to do it and that kind of thing. And so we equip people in such a way that uh, you go and you do things at this time, you go to this place, you do it at this time when it's over, you kind of say uh, goodbye, you know, think of church on Sunday morning uh, where the church gathered. And of course, that's a, that's a huge part of who we are as believers, gathering amongst the saints and being encouraged by one another, being encouraged by the gospel. But then there's this very key moment at the end of every service where you say, amen and then you become a scattered people, uh, and, you, and you go, and the church doesn't end the church. You don't quit being the church at that moment, and so what does it mean to be the church in kind of the everyday, uh, as you go, like you say, you go into your neighborhoods, and so one of the ways that I've tried to, uh, you know, kind of marry that concept with uh, this idea that while we 're on mission God is God is uh, showing us that we are His mission is just in kind of reimagining what group life is like uh, and so it, I, ha- I have a group that's that some circles call it a missional community uh, we, we try to uh, we 're not together because we're an a particular age or a particular stage of life. in fact, we have a lot of di- diversity as far as age and stages stages of life in our group. But what brings us together truly, what we try to do is truly is the gospel. And, uh, and so we ha- it's more of a discipleship environment than it is a program or, or an experience, that kind of thing. And so I just think it's so important. We have several families. I think it's so important that our neighbors and even our kids see us in community, see us discipling one another, uh, see us being discipled by somebody else, being invested in by somebody else. Uh, they see us serving other people, not for anything that we can gain, but just because we're about the good of the city and we're about the transformation of our neighborhoods, our workplaces, our places where we play, uh, in, you know, into reflections of God's kingdom. And so, I, man, I just, marrying home and ministry and all that, I think, man, when your kid watches you as a big brother, or big sister, or a mom and dad, uh, loving your neighbors well, when they see you being invested in by somebody else, when they see you investing in somebody in in another person, uh, help discipling them. That's just such a really great picture for really the church and how yeah. they're to grow up in this environment of being transformed by the, by the good news of Jesus,
0: man. It's, it's so powerful and so true you know one of the the sticky faith correlations of kids who adopt their parents faith is is seeing their parents actually reading their Bible not just at church mm-hmm. and it goes even higher when they see their parents serving and loving and then they get asked the question uh, mom why'd you do that or, or dad why why are you doing what you're doing and then you get to have a conversation of grace of love of of being Living out our calling as disciples, but also as as missionaries, as those who are called to go and love our neighbors, uh, it's 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 a powerful thing. Not just to talk about being the primary faith trainer in our homes, but living it out and having other families who are doing it together. Man, that's that's huge. That's so awesome that you guys are are so intentional about making that a priority uh, with with your groups. We got it. Thirty seconds. Last question. What is one thing you're super excited about coming up this next year?
1: Uh, man, I think that that our group uh, that I just talked about is actually uh, going to multiply, uh, not maybe into two different, three different groups. So wow. it'd be the original one and two more. And so, uh, yeah, God has uh, allowed us to train up some leaders and develop them. And uh, so now we're going to send out our best. Uh, you know, and I think that's what happened in the early church. And so it's kind of, it's kind of fun to be able to do it in 2021. And awesome. ten, 10 minutes, what an awesome, uh, just the
0: multiplication. I think that's, that's, that's the example of what we're supposed to do from the early church. That's, that's huge, man. Well, Grady, that was 10 minutes. I know it went by quickly. Uh, but, uh, if someone wants to email you and it's like, Hey, Grady, I want to know more about, you know. What this this group mindset of missional communities, or I want to know more about how you're actually connecting church and home via these groups. How could they get a hold of you?
1: Uh, yeah, my email is grady.watson, G-R-A-D-Y dot at F-B-C All
0: right, man, we'll put your email in the description of this episode. But Grady, thank you for Uh, 10 minutes. I feel like I've I've just drank from a well. And I hope those who are listening uh, just are encouraged to know that there's other people that are doing what you're doing. And it's awesome. So Grady, thanks, man. Thanks for having me.